Hello everybody, Merry Christmas, ish, uh, and welcome back to The Thing. It's me, your host, PJ, and I am joined, as ever, by Grandfather... <laughs> grandfather Andrew, I'm not a grandfather, I'm not even an actual parent, I couldn't be a grandfather. And I'll have you know, this is not grandfatherly, it's, it's a... It's a Borg teddy hoodie. It's not a dressing gown. It's just a big fluffy Borg? Hoodie. Have you been assimilated? Assimilate this. <laughs> One of the greatest movie lines in history when Worf says that. It's great. <laughs> um, it's, just a, it's just a big fancy hoodie. But um, yeah, it's very cosy. I'm very happy with it. Merry yes. Advent, everyone. Merry Advent. Hey, it's the fifth when we're recording this. A little peek behind the curtain there. Yeah. Uh, we don't do these live. If you thought we did them live... You might be an idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should do one live one day, though. That would be chaotic. Bonus what episode. If we, um, what if we we could rent out a theatre, we could do a live episode, Well, one person could come watch. Yeah, we'd, well. We'd be in debt to the theatre for renting their space out. It'd be great fun. Hoot. We, um, listener, good friend of ours, friend of the show, listener number two, I believe. Kyle, he's been on the show. I can name him. He's been on the show. He's been on the show. He told us we should do a drunk episode one day. And I rate that idea, but I think that should be the live. We should do a drunk live stream. Drunk live stream. I quite like that. Should we make our Christmas episode? A very a very merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we'd have to get we'd have to okay, if we do that, we have to line up guests. So right, they don't okay. do the whole show, but we can cycle through them. This is an on air meeting that should be an off air meeting. Yeah, it really because- should be. We did say we were going to try and make this brief. So yes, let's have. If you like first... that idea, email in. Come yes, on. do. Yes, do. <laughs> get in, get in touch with us. Did you see the thing at gmail dot com? Or as you'll find out later, just my WhatsApp. If you've got my number. <laughs> oh, a little foreshadowing. <laughs> um, so our first punctuation of the week, little comma. Do you, oh host extraordinaire, have? Uh, did you see the thing? I like how when you called me an extraordinaire, I punched my microphone. Um, <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I do. Now, I am fascinated to see if this plays for you as well as it does for me and Kyle, actually. But we've both played it. The Last of Us trailer for the new show coming up. Mm, yes. So the proper trailer came out with Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, and others um <laughs> miscellaneous cast and it's been written by craig mazin mazin who did who wrote chernobyl which is the highest rated tv show on imdb i've not, not seen it but good show by all accounts yeah it's pretty incredible um so yeah the trailer for that came out i saw it and i thought it looked great what did you think have you seen i it? saw it and i think it looks great i've got no idea what any of it means or what's going on because i've not had <laughs> any i mean i've had exposure to the games but i've not played them at all, basically. Um, but it doesn't stop this looking very appealing. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. I just finished replaying the first one this last week. So Cool. So you're like yeah. up to date almost. Well up to date, yeah. Because it's very soon. I mean, we've just had the trailer, but it's pretty soon, isn't it? It's January, I think. Yeah, okay. Strong. It was a good Did You See The Thing. Um, I'm watching it, though, and thinking, this looks great, but... Uh, I won't need to play the games now. I've never felt like I needed to play the games. I've never felt the, like pressured looks, into it. But This looks almost like one-to-one the game. 
Right. Okay. So I definitely so you won't be missing out. I don't think. You, I don't. I obviously I don't know how it'll actually pan out, but yeah, it looks pretty similar. <laughs> cool. And I think that's going to track as well. I think a lot of people who haven't played the games will be interested in this because Pedro Pascal holds quite a lot of weight. Bella Ramsey does as well because people like her in Game of Thrones. Yep. Um. So yeah, I think good. Good luck. I think I think it's a good thing. I think uh, it sounds so ridiculous, but like my mum and dad. Well, probably my mum more so, weirdly. I think she would like the story of The Last of Us, but there's no way she'd play the game. Not just <laughs> so so Not I think this is a good this is a good way for people like her to experience it. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Shout out to your mum. Yep. And for context, my aunt. Oh. Everyone should have known that already. Yes. Unless you're an idiot like someone we know. Yeah. Yes. Who thinks that one side of the family can only be that same side? Anyway, <laughs> that's a rabbit hole. Um, my Did You See The Thing is a very dumb, stupid one that I sent you this morning, and it came to me courtesy of the House of Highlights Instagram page, which I don't follow. It was one of these forced recommended things. Oh, Instagram's a bloody mess. Yep. And um, it is that someone has built a giant model a giant in their garden model of a PS1. And when you lift the disc tray lid, it's a hot tub. Yeah. It's so random. <laughs> it's that, just like the dumbest shit. It's so weird. <laughs> but I'm so here for it. I'm just looking at it again now and it does look, I mean, it looks great and it's very, very well done and it looks well executed and looks like a nice hot tub too. But, but why? Who's that for? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, anyway. Yeah, I mean, we'll post that somehow, but I guess we could repost that on Instagram or something, I don't know. But uh, yeah, did you see that thing? Not many people will have, I don't think. (laughs) For all you nerds out there. Oh, you nerds. Slightly bigger, medium comma, moving us into our contents or content singular of the week, depending on what you've got for us. I have one thing for you. I've got one thing for you and all of our dear, dear listeners. Go on then. Must be we watched. You know, I've watched this because we talked about it. Ah, I don't know yes. if you've seen it yet. Not yet. We watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney Plus after putting our Christmas tree up. Very Christmassy. Christmas, Christmas, no. Christmas. That's my plan tonight. Actually, we when I get finished this, we're going to go downstairs and have the very, very Christmassy meal of fajitas. Ooh, a classic Christmas dish. Yes, and <laughs> more annoyingly, it's on a Monday, not on Fajita Friday, so that's... Oh, there's right. so Mexican many... Monday. Yeah, Mexican Monday. <laughs> You've saved me. Well done. But we are going to... Carla doesn't know this yet, actually. She knows we're putting the tree up, but she doesn't know that the next two bits. We're going to do Guardians Christmas Special with three, and then we're going to watch the finale of Taskmaster, because we're still not up nice. to date. I thought that you might follow that up with the Star Wars holiday special but that's fine oh, nah. <laughs> well let me know what you think i really enjoyed it it's very stupid i've heard fun things yeah. <laughs> I've, yeah i've heard fun things so i'm excited for it um yeah i mean i mean i'll, I'll be watching it in about an hour's time so yeah, yeah be good. well enjoy good, be good. 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 <laughs> and by the time this comes out i will have watched it so i'll yeah, let you we know might even talk about it maybe time. Possibly. Um, My content of the week is something you sent me, actually. And it's from the British GQ YouTube channel. Oh! (laughs) And it's it's the Garf, isn't it? It's just the Garf. Yeah, it's the Garf. (laughs) It's one of these um, classic GQ 10 things, ex-celebrity can't live without. And this time it's Andrew Garfield. And he's just nuts. 
I love him. <laughs> he seems just... very, very like nice. Yeah, but he's just a bit mad. He's I'd, <laughs> what you would describe as, I think, erratic. But erratic people can are capable of niceness, and he seems like that. Um, and then in our sort of normal lives outside of this, we've been sending each other lots of Garf stuff recently because we're both obsessed, it seems. <laughs> and it's just, I mean, there's there's such strange energy coming off the block, but we're, <laughs> just love it. it's just good. <laughs> Every like third day, I feel like I get this little Andrew Garfield thirst trap from Andrew. <laughs> like, look at this man. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm all about it at the minute. It's just, it's given me um, life at this point. It's just fun things, good vibes. The other thing I will say about Mr. Andrew Garfield, and not actually in the video you sent me earlier, good, good uh, snappy dresser, I reckon. <laughs> not on the one I sent you because he was yeah, wearing his banana yellow tracksuit. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't great. But yeah, he is very snappy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, let's not. We're not derailing this episode into an Andrew Garfield appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> That's next week's episode. No. So I'll um, I'll post the link to the GQ uh, video, and everyone can just watch weird good vibes, him having fun yeah, and being happy fun. with life. Mostly, I need to go watch that video again actually because he talked about a book in it that I thought sounded really cool. Yeah, um, reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's only because I'm jealous, apparently. So everyone tells me that. What are your read. grandkids going to think? I've got two books. Right. That's true. And I think you bought me both of them. <laughs> you read them? Nah, they're up yeah, there. Right. <laughs> I've, nice. read, I've read bits. I've leafed through them and read, like, <laughs> excerpts. Oh, yeah, I've read Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I leafed through it. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yes. Anyway. Much like you would a magazine before you buy it in W.H. Smith's in the airpuerto, because they're always in the airport, apparently. Buy it. No, sorry. Um, anyway... Just watch Good Vibes. We'll post that. Yep. Um, next, even slightly increasingly bigger punctuation comma as we move into the middle bit of yep. this week's episode, which is documentaries in some form, whether it's ones that we've seen and liked or things that we like about documentaries as a whole, the, like the format, etc. You, uh, uh, you yeah. shocked and startled me before we started recording and you showed me an actual physical list homework you did you've, you've done homework i think it's the first yeah. time you've ever done homework okay so okay so i've done okay okay <laughs> so are i've you done gonna, this are you gonna do a sentence or <laughs> okay so listen <laughs> i have done this because there's loads of great documentaries out there and i need to process them in my mind and i'm sure i've forgotten thousands of them and I, there's definitely recency bias in this but also, I've tried really, really hard. Because, okay, for some reason, the documentary format that everybody seems to just default to is murderer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't know why. <laughs> so I've tried to find not those to share with people. <laughs> yeah, because because actually, I think documentaries on murder are bad. I mean, we both enjoy them and have watched them, of course, because they're everywhere. But but it's bad. Like, we shouldn't be watching this terrible thing. We should be watching something about a good thing, like the one I watched this week and yeah. others also. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I do have... Okay, so I've got this in sections, and I do have a murderer one in my honourable mention, but that's as far as it gets. Okay, fine. Well, what, what 
if it's okay with you, what we'll do then is I will talk about where this comes from. Yep. The one I the one I watched to basically get us to this point, and then you can just I'll go make dinner and you can do the rest because you've got the list. <laughs> oh, but I need you every minute or so to go. Hmm. Okay. So if you take your mic and just say that randomly, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a there's like a laugh track in here. You just play that when it's the murderer one. <laughs> <laughs> and then they died. <laughs> anyway, so so this idea, of course, comes from last week's or the week before's episode where we talked about um, documentaries in our contents of the week. Um, yours being senior, the Robert Downey Jr. one about his yep. dad. And so mine, I, I haven't yet, but it's in my list. And mine being Stutz, the Jonah Hill one about his therapist, which I actually watched last night. And I messaged you before we came on and I said, it's kind of wild. Yeah. And... It's good though. It's really good. So I watched it last night and I really enjoyed it and I would implore you all to go and watch it because it's good and like what we just said, it's about a nice thing. Nice. Um, and it it talks about good topics, not a bucking murderer. Yes. Which, bad actually. Bad actually, I reckon. So, <clears throat> yeah, so Stutz is filmed by Jonah Hill about his therapist, um, Phil Stutz. Um. And it's it's a very very well put together, I think. <laughs> you, you kind of need to watch it to know, but it's very well put together and very enjoyable. And it does it touches on some really nice topics. And basically, the premise behind it is, and Jonah lays this out in the sort of intro to the movie that he wanted to basically just film a session and then put that out there. Um, okay. Which I think great idea. Instead of being like, and we can talk about formats later on, I guess. But instead of just being like, "This is Phil. This is where he grew up," and they actually go to the, the street corner, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's my favorite bagel shop," or whatever it is. Yeah, that's that's fine. But like, the other thing they're intending to do is not only show the work of this guy and the personality and the history, but also show the tools that he will equip a patient with in his sessions. Yeah. So they they go through all that sort of stuff. Um, and one of the sort of overriding tools that Stutz uses is drawings. So he'll he's got he, he breaks down all the tools that he uses throughout the throughout the show, and for each one he does a diagram, and we'll give that to the patient, and it's like a flashcard for the patient. So whenever they're talking about that right. tool, yep. you can bring it out and visualize. So they they draw them on screen as well, so that like, there's a lot of animations and stuff. So it's just really nice, and it's very well put together. Um, and touched on a lot of really cool stuff um, and obviously thought-provoking and just it's good and nice. But about 25 minutes in, it just takes a hard stop and oh, wow. just it, it goes a different direction. So it's like it's excellent and really, really engaging for the first 25 minutes. And then there's like a 10-minute period where you're looking around the room to everyone else watching it going, what? What's happening? <laughs> and and then it carries on. And I don't. I honestly, it sounds ridiculous for a documentary because it's documentaries are obviously usually things, stories about things that have happened. So you can find out if you want. Yeah. So it's not really spoilers. Yeah, I don't want to spoil this documentary. It's really good. Okay, I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's I'll have wild. To look this up. Okay, I need to watch this. It is on my list. Yeah. I know Katie is out Wednesday, so I I don't know when she's back, but maybe Wednesday I can double bill. Stutz and Senior. 
It's a, this one's an hour and 36, and I think Senior's an hour and 20, maybe. So Yeah, that, so that's definitely doable. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good. And I, I like Jonah Hill, but I like him even more now. Interesting. There's so, something really endearing. I don't know if this is his second film. I've watched his first film, which is not a documentary, called Mid-90s, which is about this little kid growing up in the mid-90s as a skateboarder in LA. Cool. And it's pretty chaotic. Yeah, it's interesting, though. It's like quite an interesting watch. Anyway... Anyway, I think it looks great now as well. I mean, they talk about talk about image and and his weight and stuff a lot in it, but the whole way through, it, I'm looking at him going, he's just wearing a pair of like black trousers and a white t shirt. Yeah, he looks so cool though. What the hell? <laughs> Some it's people. Great. That's why he's a movie star. <laughs> I guess they've just got it, don't they? Yeah. 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 So yeah, it, again, everyone. I know we talked about it recently, but just go and watch Stuts. It's really good. It's really good. I will. I'll check that out. What do you, how do you want to progress with this? Because I've got... The, I just want to, I'm here for the ride, mate, by the seams of it. Four different categories. <laughs> I think you just run and I'll just chip in. I'll do that every sort of 30 seconds mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let me oh! kick off. I'll kick off with the uh, honourable mentions just because we'll talk about them less. Uh, so one of them is a documentary called Coda and it's about Ryuichi Sakamoto. Who is that, I hear you ask? Yeah, that's a very you thing to include. Okay, so he is a Japanese film composer. Mm -hmm. Uh, What will you have known? He did the Revenant soundtrack. Oh, okay. And they actually talk about that in this uh, this documentary. Anyway, he is being filmed for a documentary anyway, and... He likes doing like loads of weird... He loves sound, so he likes doing weird things. So he's trying to like record new sound all the time. So one of the things he did, like one point in the thing in the documentary, he puts a bucket on his head and goes and stands in the rain <laughs> just so it can make a different noise. To be fair, I've thought about it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, he like gets cancer like halfway through the documentary. So it's part of that as well. It's like this artistic journey and it health. Uh, so that is worth watching. The only thing I will say about that is Captain Holt references it in uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and like Jake Peralta's like, lol, boring. And I'm like, ah, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Ruthless. <laughs> As you uh, show this guy. <laughs> we've talked about this, I think, before. It's the it's only like 15 minutes and it's in one of the episodes of the Grand Tour. It's the Jim Clark oh. section. So good. Really great. Uh, the other one I've talked about before is Get Back, the Beatles documentary, the three three-hour episodes. yes. Yeah. If you don't want to watch them all, that's fair. Just dip in, have a look. It's interesting. Uh, I've got my only murderer one, Making a Murderer, because it felt like that was the first one to do it really well, but then season two is awful. Um, <laughs> what, what, who, what was Making a Murderer again? What was the topic of the first one? Was that Ted Bundy, the first one? No, no. So Making no. a Murderer is... Oh, my God, I forgot his name. Quick to Google. So, Making a Murderer... Because that one happened at the same time as the Ted Bundy stuff started coming back, didn't it? And it, it was all like... Nice to have done. When was roughly the same murderer? time. IMDb started in 2015. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. maybe not then. <laughs> that seems like way further ago. Filmed over a 10-year period, Stephen Avery. Uh, oh, yeah, that's it. So, this guy... Stephen Avery, he gets accused of, of, of like the first murder mm-hmm. and then the DNA exonerates him like 10 years later. Yeah. And then like after he's out for like a month or two, he gets convicted of another murder uh, and he right. denies it the whole way through. Anyway, yeah, that first season is great. The second season is a complete mess and they clearly just wanted more money. There's no sort of plan to it yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. 
Uh, my other one is another one, two more in the honourable mentions. Icarus, have you seen that? No, I've definitely heard of it though. I think so. Icarus, there is this guy who um, he wants to. Pr- his documentary is he wants to prove how much performance enhancing drugs change your ability. Yes. Yeah. So he's he starts talking to this doctor and he's going to do this big cycle race and he but he's going to take drugs not tell anybody and show because he came like one hundredth last time he's going to show how much of a difference it can make. Except halfway through making the documentary, the whole Russian Olympic scandal comes out. Ah, yes. And the doctor that he's talking to worked for the Russian team. Oh no! (laughs) So. So that happens. Um, yeah, uh, that's a bit of a problem. So that's really good. That is on Netflix if you want to find it. The uh, My final honourable mention is RBG, which is about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Supreme Justice judge. And it's interesting. It doesn't feel like it'd be like super lively, energetic, because it's about this like 80-year-old woman. But it yeah. is. And despite, you'd think that she could be boring, I guess. I mean, she's a pioneer and all that kind of stuff. But again, very chaotic. Loves opera. All she wants to do is sing in an opera, like it's mad. <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's my honorable mentions. Okay, now a bit more seriously. Shows. I've got The Last Dance, which we've talked about on here before. Yes, strong. Um, so I won't talk about that too much. Light and Magic, which we've talked about on here before. Is it the best show on Disney Plus? No, it's Andor. Um, Closely followed by She-Hulk, I think. <laughs> Ooh. Stunning. Um, <laughs> Very nice reference. <laughs> I've also Star Wars related. Now, I put this in shows because this is kind of a nightmare to try and get. I don't know if it's on Disney+. Plus. It's on the Blu-ray for The Last Jedi, and it's called Director and the Jedi. Oh, yeah. And Another one. Is, so Ryan Johnson made The Last Jedi, made Knives Out, and Knives Out 2 and all that stuff. His friend is a documentary filmmaker, and he invites him to like properly document the behind the scenes of the last Jedi. So if you have, even if you don't like that film, it's a really interesting insight into why he made decisions he made, how actors fell and them discussing and going like, and figuring things out. It's really worth watching. Uh, and then the final show I've got is five came back. Have you heard this? No, I love this and nobody has watched it. It's three episodes. So during World War II, um, let me just get the names correct. During World War II, Hitler was using film and stuff really, really successfully for his um, propaganda. Mm-hmm. And the Allies effectively realized that they needed to do the same. So a bunch of filmmakers volunteered to go and um, film and document the war and these guys all went off and did it and then they came back and made uh generally considered their best film upon their return so you've got william wyler you might you might not know some of these names george stevens john ford john houston and frank capra capra is probably the most famous because he came back and did it's a wonderful life hmm. okay um but each of their stories is told by a current filmmaker so one of them talked about by Steven Spielberg, uh, Guillermo del Toro, Lawrence Kasdan, Paul Greengrass, and uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Cool. So, yeah, you should watch it. I'll send you the, the uh, 
trailer link. Uh, words. <laughs> do you know? Do you know where that is? That is on Netflix. That's on Netflix. Okay, cool. That is on Netflix. Uh, I think it's. Oh, visitors! <laughs> Katie's just arrived, so I'm hoping she can just grab it. Yeah, she has. Um, it's also narrated by Meryl Streep, so it's got like a big cast. I can't believe oh. nobody has seen this. Cool. Yeah, that sounds wild. <laughs> um, interesting. Looking, I can see tapping you looking it up. Yeah, interesting. Okay. So then I've gone on to movies. Free Solo, we've talked about it loads. The Rescue, again, we've talked about that a couple of times already. Yep, yep. Uh, the Sparks Brothers, I've talked about that. Yep. And then these two other ones... One of them's hard to find. I had to go searching. The other one is also already on Netflix. Netflix is good for docs. Have you heard of Three Identical Strangers? I've heard of, not watched. So this guy, he's been adopted and he goes to college. I can't remember the names. Let's say, and this guy goes, oh, Steve, Steve, Steve. And he turns around and he's like, I'm not Steve. I'm yeah. Jeff or whatever. And he's like, no way. You look exactly like Steve. Yeah. So he takes him to this house. And the guy opens the door and he's staring at himself effectively. Yeah. yeah. And then it goes into the paper. And then this third guy is like, you're not going to believe this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm also your brother. <laughs> so yeah. it uncovers the story of these three brothers who finally meet each other uh, and uncovers the mystery of why they were all separated and how they found each other. And it's really, really interesting. And then the final movie I've got is minding the gap. Also heard of, but not watched. So this was directed by a guy called Bing Liu, who I don't know if he meant to make a documentary. So him, <laughs> but it turned out that way, <laughs> but it turned out that way. So him and his friends, uh, were skateboarders and they used to film themselves skateboarding as part of like skateboard culture. But then, as they grew older, I guess he saw like this story developing within it. So he starts interviewing them, and it becomes a story of you know fatherhood and like these kids and their relationship to their dads. But then he's filmed them for so long that now some of them have got kids, and like how that's all like cyclical. And it's just interesting. This kid has made this. He's just been filming his life, and then he's like, "Oh wait, (laughs) yeah, I can put this into something." (laughs) That's really cool. Uh, and then my third one is kind of a random one. Let me find the title. So I saw this on YouTube. Um, this is my one YouTube thing from an account called Defunct Land, who uh, do loads of like Disney related stuff. I guess is the best way to describe it. Oh, like the spiraling Disney theories about crossovers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. You know TV idents, uh, like like the channel, like the E4 ones. Oh, all right, yeah. Ones, yeah, there's those ones, and then there was like Nickelodeon ones and stuff like that. Now, he points out that for a lot of them, like NBC, Nickelodeon, I can't remember another American show. We know exactly who composed all of these pieces of music. Mm-hmm. But the Disney Channel has a little musical cue. I can't remember how it goes, like blah 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 mm-hmm. or something, and we don't know who composed that. So it's just not documented anywhere. It's not documented anywhere. So he decides 
to track down who wrote that piece of music. Okay. So it's, a, it's an hour and a half YouTube video. It doesn't sound like it would be interesting. Fasc- <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> it's fascinating. Wild. I watched it in chunks, to be fair. And it becomes like this weird, not weird, but like poignant story about like legacy and all sorts of like, it's really interesting watch. <laughs> cool. All so right. Those are the ones Interesting. I, I recommend to everybody. I don't know. So what was that last one called? Uh, by a guy called Defunct Land, and it's called Def- Disney Channel's theme, A History Mystery. <laughs> okay, copy, cool. Copy link. I'll send it to you now. <clears throat> yeah, I can post that one, but I won't post like all the Netflix ones and actual like Free Soul and all them because they're just fairly open to find. Yeah, quick Google will find all the, the hardest one I've mentioned to find is current. Oh no, two. The Sparks Brothers is currently not on anything. And Minding the Gap, I don't know what that was on. I, I think I rented that. Yeah, I think it was okay. on Hulu or something, which we don't have. Cool. Okay. Lots of lots of good stuff and a completely bonkers variety of stuff from you. That's what, that's what I try. Uh, well, that's, that's what you went with. It's fair enough. I want to ask you then what what is the what is the format that is um not best but like what's what's a good documentary format and why and also I guess we'll come to it later again but I'll ask it now as well why why documentaries like what is it about documentaries that's so good I don't know. It's Monday, mate. These are hard questions. <laughs> so let's let's go with the first one. Let's go. Let's go format. Like what? Or simplify it. What's your favorite documentary format? Do you know? Okay, I might sound a bit basic. I like the classic. Man narrates over thing. Not even man. Well, yeah, I guess man narrates. But I like when it's film the thing, interview the guy, film another thing, interview the guy. <laughs> okay. It's standard, but that I feel like that's how like free solo does it. Uh, actually, I'm trying to think if that's how any of the else of these ones do it. Not really, not really. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the other ones are like more like retrospective, like um, uh, archive video stuff. I guess. Yeah, I think I think that's so. So free solo does that well, where it was obviously all kind of put together at the same time. Because yeah. because Jimmy who Jimmy Chin who made the film knew that Alex Honnold the climber was going to do the attempt, yeah. So he was basically following around like a dog all the time until he did it, and he was filming everything, yeah. And I like this sort of, and it seems that that is a lot of them are moving that way now, where it's film it all all at the same time because we know something's going on, yeah. Whereas I am drawn more to that and losing interest slightly more in the retrospective ones where they give like archival footage and then they film an old guy in a in a home <laughs> and get him to tell your story like film an old guy <laughs> this is, obviously they can be interesting and for some stuff like anything world war stuff related that has to be that way because how you can't film it live yeah, exactly. can you <laughs> yeah that'd be very impressive and worrying um, <laughs> but if they could they should make a documentary on how they could because that's also interesting oh, you see, you i see. would watch that oh, i would probably. yeah i definitely would time travel and all that um but yeah i also like the one like the mind the gap one seems like it was almost done like vlog style so like yeah kind of so <laughs> is, is is casey's youtube channel a documentary I mean, 
So uh, <laughs> I, I've wondered this. Um, it's like, actually, and- there's a recurring joke in the in the the YouTube one that I've talked about, where he like he'll film himself writing an email to somebody right <laughs> i am a documentarian and then he'll like pause and then backspace 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 <laughs> youtuber <laughs> i rate that that's good um but it's like yeah so is is vlog stuff vlog style stuff like that becoming documentary-ish because it can be made into full docos and and spinning off of that are like i mean the the defunct land one sounds sort of like it, but are extended video essays sort of like documentaries because they do kind of are historical yeah. research deep dives to get facts and background the same way that a researcher for a doco would. It's maybe not produced the same way, but the research is done the same way. I guess, yeah, I agree. I, I guess maybe the difference would be. I'm trying to think. You know, so every frame of painting, which I love as a channel, is dead now. Sadly, is. I would say not a documentary because that is about the art form rather yep. than anything factual. Yep. Okay. Um, but if you were, I don't know, trying to do the history of a director or an actor or something like that, that would be a documentary. And that would be very interesting. I'd like to see them. They yeah. probably exist and they yeah, probably yeah. places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get that. I was going to ask a question about something there. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, because I feel like documentary, maybe more so than regular film, is actually a bit more freeform. It can be whatever you want. Because I've seen documentaries where they're like, okay, we don't have anything here, so we're just going to recreate it. So Stutz addresses that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it does it in a a cool, fun way. And it it's that's that's the bit that's kind of got you kind of questioning everything that's going on but it's fine it's good it's really entertaining um but yeah i i think that's that's a, a good point is that it it can be it can be it, i think the problem is with stories like with actual um <laughs> with with made up stories and films and picture <laughs> movies they're not real. They're, <laughs> that's the problem with them. They're not real so they can go a certain way but they still have to tell the same story. Like they've got, yes. they've got a yeah, goal yeah, in mind. You. Yeah, I guess the documentaries, in a certain sense, have a goal in mind, but they have, they're just documenting as they go. Like that's the whole point. So they have to just yeah. take what comes to them. I think. I mean, I can't remember what it is. I think there is actually a term for documenting for an end goal and documenting just what happens. Action, or, or yeah. as it is. So, yeah. yeah, there probably yeah there probably is, and I, I think you're right. I think it's entertaining when it can just almost derail itself and turn it and spiral into something else. Yeah, like the, um, like you've talked about starts like Icarus does that where it just sort of like and um, now it's the Olympic drug. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's an engagement in the authenticity of that, um, and I I like that people can present it that way. Yeah, um, or that it is it can be presented that way. Yeah, which sort of links into the second part of the question I asked, but it's. Why? Why documentaries? Why do we love them so much? What is it about them? I don't know. I've got a Q question for you, right? Oh, I've just thought of another documentary series that I absolutely love. Anyway, yeah, carry on. Is it just because we're really, really nosy and we just want to know everything? Like, I think that is part. Human it. nature is being nosy, right, and so, being interested. And then when you watch a documentary about a thing, you go, "Oh my god, I didn't realize that!" And then you get down a rabbit hole about a thing that you've just watched. So I like to know lots of pointless stuff. 
<laughs> you are useless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Oh. oh. <laughs> and um, I feel like they, yeah. And I like, I like this. I think I guess I also like documentaries because they're like, here's, here's like a mental story that if you wrote it down, nobody would believe you. Yeah. If I told you, oh, you know, you know, that mountain. Yeah. A guy just climbed up there with no ropes. You'd be like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, I was going to go the other way with that. Or you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a move about a guy who climbs a mountain. You'd be like, that's, that's going to tank. That sounds rubbish. Yeah. 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 But um, no. yeah, I guess that's part of, I guess. Yeah. Partly that's why I also like, I guess this is the part of me that liked making films as well. I like seeing people creatively come up with uh, like how to document things. Cause there is obviously there's ways of documenting and like we talked about archive footage and stuff like that, but sometimes they look incredible. Like if cinematography is amazing, but they've had to do that on the day as yeah. that happens. Yeah. Well, sometimes they recreate things, but yes, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, it's the production value almost of, yeah. of how, how, incredible it can look yeah. basically off the cuff sometimes yeah yeah very dramatic and engaging yeah so i have a least favorite documentary format that's just all but not to say that there isn't good ones there is good ones that i do like it's documentaries with a presenter oh yeah um yeah okay i get that okay so this is an example of ones that i do like Louis Theroux is one of those. I think he works. I like watching Louis Theroux documentaries. I actually haven't watched that very many of them. But just generally, I can find them a bit sort of off-putting. I don't know why. You have to yeah. like the person, I think. Yes, that's very true. Um, if, the, if you're not invested in the presenter, then, and I would say the same for ones that are narrated, when it's like, Oh, Jimmy grew up on such and such yeah. a street, and he this was yeah. da, 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 and it's like I don't care. Just can we do real people instead of instead of you? T- like it seems yeah. boring because it's just them telling me a story. I'd like to I'd like to hear it from someone who was there type thing. I mean, obviously yeah. not always possible, of course, with yeah. documentary stuff. But yeah, I think it's just better if it's if it's more if there's that. I guess it's like taking a step out, and you're closer to the people involved. Yeah. Um, but I guess with what you're saying there with presenter ones, yes, there can be good ones because they can then take you to and ask them the questions you would ask. Yeah. Um, but some of them just boring, just talking at you. Yeah. Okay. I've just found one. So it's just like a complete opposite of this. I was at a London film festival a couple of years ago. I couldn't tell you when 2017 by looking at this. Uh, and I watched a documentary short that has nobody talking in it whatsoever. What? It's called The Rabbit Hunt, and it documents this um, this family every weekend. I guess it's their job or whatever. They flush all the rabbits out of like, the nearby f- field and cool. like, kill them and eat them. Uh, and the only talking, talking, the only sound in it is just the sound effects. Wow. Nobody talks to camera, nothing like that. Wow. So you can go completely different direction with it. <laughs> Good luck finding that, people. I don't know where you'll find that, but uh, yeah. I've got one that we should add in as good. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I don't know if it counts really, but um, uh, BBC Planet, 
insert word, planet. Frozen, blue, planet, whatever blue. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are good. Katie, I know you're listening, and I know you love them so much, and you love Davey. David Attenborough. Yeah. I don't know Will if they be- count, but... They are. They, technically, they're documentaries. I mean, yeah, they are, I guess. Um, it's just because they don't follow the f- any of the formats we've previously talked about, I guess. I guess, um, okay, this is like a weird thing. I guess it's almost because they've come from the BBC that they feel less like a... Yeah. Which but, is completely stupid, but... <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, the BBC ones are the best ones. Like, you watch some Nat Geo ones, you go, oh, yeah, it's kind of okay. There is some, yeah, there is some, but there is some rubbish out there, to be The fair. BBC ones, because there's such... I guess now there is such history with them and such drive with Attenborough basically fighting every corner that he can to push them forward and be better every time. Every time you see one, you go, holy, this looks good. And is interesting and engaging because it's him. Sorry, a BBC documentary, which (laughs) is a bit bit more chaotic, is a bit more out there. Um, And again, another one you probably wouldn't think, uh, I'm trying to find it here, would be... uh, that interesting. So, do you know the actor Richard E. Grant? Yes. So, so, he did a series. I'm pretty sure it was a BBC series. I'm looking it up now. Oh, you can watch it on Now TV. Um, so, maybe it was Sky. Called Hotel Secrets. Right. Right. Now, I know I've just said I don't like presenter ones. He is engaging. He travels around the world to, like, the most out there hotels um and he just like talks to people there and he like explores them and shows you all like the mental things that you can get at these hotels but he'll do them city by city so he'll be like these are all the venice hotels here's the um oh. like miami hotels or something like that but he is just really great fun so he's in a venice hotel at one point and he's the guy is like showing him around he's talking about how the expensive paintings on the wall and he was like, so how do you keep them safe though? Because I can see the door right there. I could just get that and leave. And he's like, no, 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 we have an alarm system. And he went, can I try it out? And the guy goes, <laughs> yeah, sure. So he takes it off the wall and the front desk takes like 20 minutes to get to the thing. He was like, I could have just gone. I could have just been out of here. <laughs> so yeah, that's... that's- <laughs> that does sound fair enough. I like Richard E. Grant. He is quite engaging. Um, yeah, fair enough. I get that. Um, I think it just it, it comes down to as well that I suppose oh god boring it, it's the same with movies but if it doesn't interest you you don't have to watch it there will, there will be one that will interest you though um, don't think like to your point before that Gauz talking about this in previous episode was don't think that it is your high school educational movie it's not documentaries now are so good so we've listed off a whole bunch there that are definite possibilities that you could go and watch. Um, yep. And if none of them are, by you searching those, you'll get recommendations for others right and you will yeah. find one that you want. Yep. And then the algorithm will take hold and suck you in. Yes. Like a All whirlpool. Is next time you sit down to watch a murder documentary, try watch something else. One. Try yeah. a different one. <laughs> yeah. Watch something about a better thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just love them. I just love, they're just so good. I think it comes down to, for me anyway, like a, my like my personal engagement with them is I used to love watching behind the scenes and making yeah, it's offs. the same sort of idea, isn't it? Um, like with the bonus features that would come with movies. And then that just got me into liking 
makings of and behind the scenes is and it seems like documentaries and like story like storytelling of people making is is what i was interested in and that's what yeah. kept me kept me with it yeah and then there are more that have grabbed me since which is good that's good that's good shall that's good we night. shall we crack on because your boy needs to make dins yeah let's let's um comma that right there everyone that was a comma by the way yes um it's what like, we do next? Do you want to do the bit? Um, do you want to do the um, the what's that about bit or the the listener bit? I have no what's that about, so I don't mind. I just want to. I'll very very briefly do mine. Then my what's that about? And you, we've talked about it on the pod before, and you, we this talk is about the YouTube thing again. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a good one. Well, maybe a good. We don't know yet. Um, we've mentioned on the pod before and we talk about it quite a lot in our real lives outside of the world um isn't ai terrifying yeah there's there's this huge trend at the minute where people have obviously got access to um a sort of normal person user level one where they just put in one of their instagram pro- uh, profile pictures and it just bungs out a whole load yeah um and a lot of them look really really great and i think it's a cool thing that it can do but also it's quite scary that just Technology can do that for you, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of yeah. wild. I mean... It's kind of wild. I don't particularly like how I look, but I'd be intrigued to see what it would spit out about me. <laughs> I mean, that is fair. You've got self-esteem issues and it just spits out like you as Gollum over and over and over. Freck and all sorts of No! Damn it, I knew I was a ago. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know. I, I, might, I might have a go at it and see what it spits out, but I won't be posting them because... Nah, let's sack, sack that. You don't want to be exposed to, to that. me, and then I'll post yeah, Maybe you will, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just weird and scary, but but kind of fun as well. And I think it's it's at the stage now, obviously, where people are just having a bit of fun with it and just um, like enjoying the novelty of it. But imagine what it could do. I mean, good and bad, I suppose. Imagine the good as well. But yeah, it's really, really intriguing, isn't it? What's that all about? Yeah, what is that all about? Don't get in the bin, maybe, yet. Maybe you're still yet. good. And but, maybe, things. but maybe you might try and kill us later. We'll, maybe we'll maybe, maybe when Boston Dynamics and the programmer of these AIs get together, then we'll be terrified and horrified, because then it will yeah. be walking, yeah. backflipping, somersaulting, yeah. vaulting. And painting ugly pictures of you. <laughs> yeah, and it will be a robot dog, and that's scary. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway... Right. We've got a bonus punctuation this week. Hang on, wait, 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 wait. Just before you get to that, I just thought you oh. might enjoy this. Oh, hang on. This is a comma. This is not what. This is not a what's that about. This is from friend of the show Ashley. Oh yeah. This this morning. Listener right, you number you one. Get, you know you get um, like end of year summaries from so many different places now. Oh yes. This is, this is from his podcast app of his most listened to podcasts. Look at wow, we wow, we number. Four. Number four. I mean, <laughs> appropriately behind the James Acaster's podcast, that's yeah. a better one than this, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not listening to it, so I think not. Well, I think James Acaster's a bad look, and I think we deserve to be number three at least. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening, Ashley. <laughs> yeah. You are very valued, and you are still listener number one, and always will be, whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, this... This came to me over the weekend and didn't come via any of the channels that we would normally tell you to go through, purely so because this is an acquaintance of mine. he's a bad listener? N- no, I know why you're saying that he's a bad listener, and I disagree. Why, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this comes from Andy, uh, 
good mate of mine, and he has chosen listener number 22. Oh, that's not good choice, actually, to be fair. He's not given any reasoning, he just says 22. It's a fine number. Um, but he, he basically just wrote in it over WhatsApp and he just says, yeah, found your pod, really enjoy it. Um, he jumped on at episode number eight, which was the Doctor Strange episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which feels like an eternity ago now, doesn't it? Like, it holy does. cow. Um, and he enjoyed the, the your reference to Bruce Campbell and all the sort of cameos. Um, but he he says here, with all the talk of his Sam Raimi Spider-Man film appearances, I couldn't help but reach out to say there was a, a Reddit theory from a while back that said... He was potentially going to play Mysterio. He's talking about Bruce Campbell. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Bruce Campbell was potentially going to play Mysterio, which would give weight to all his prior cameos in the movies. I've heard this. That's I just cool. I thought, I thought I'd bring it up to you and just let you know that that's a yeah. theory that he'd seen. That's pretty cool. I like the theory. And he gives us some nice feedback. He says, yeah, well done, lads, keep it up. And all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Not word for word, obviously. Yeah, but. I suppose and he's he says, all right. He says, PJ, you're a terror. He doesn't, actually. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Why would he say uh, such a thing? <laughs> Andy from the place that PJ hates, uh, listener number 22, welcome. Thank you for being with us. Maybe you won't be with us for much longer because we are terrible at this, but thanks anyway. Yeah, and I will never tell you where... That place I hate is because um, I don't want to insult anybody from there and lose listeners. <laughs> True. <laughs> Fair. Is that, anyway, that's that's it. That's all from listener number twenty-two. Have we? Have we? Have we done it? We done we've show. Completed another episode and set out to achieve our goal and do a shorter one. Good work, everyone. Thank goodness for that. Um, Good work, Steve. Comma, yeah, well done. Whoever I forget what, what name I always <laughs> use. We you, Steve? <laughs> I fucking I don't know. <laughs> it's a shorter one, and I'm still puffed out, mate. Um, oh dear. Can you tell all the listeners where they can get into contact with us? That isn't my WhatsApp number. Please. Well, my WhatsApp number is listener is, number twenty-two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can email us at did you see the thing? That's did you see the thing at gmail.com, Not at did you see the Yep. Common, common uh, problem. Yep. You can find us on Twitter for as long as it exists. Cool. <laughs> at what's that about? We're on Instagram at did you see the thing? And I'm always in my house because I've got no sexual life. That's um, so familiar. So you, can, <laughs> so you can find me there as well. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'm going to stay in my house, by the way, because my work, my actual real life work contract got extended for a year, which is great because oh, I don't have to worry nice. about getting a, I don't have to get a new job, but I'll be in the house again, won't I? <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Yeah, so if you need us, we'll be at home. <laughs> just, you know, just give us a shout. One of us will get to you. <laughs> uh, and I have decided, I've been talking about it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, uh, I am going to write back to all our dear listeners formally um, with, uh, as part of our end of year wrap-up and give them like a Christmas card or something. Like are not a real you, one, like a digital are one. you heck? Okay, yeah, all right. I'll believe when I see it. Speaking of, what we do, are we, is next week, is that going to be our oh, last one of the year? Good point, yeah. So we, we think next week might be our last one because we would like a Christmas holiday. The week after that is a bit early to start our Christmas holiday, but we just don't know if we're going to be available. Yeah, so, we might be. We don't know. So we, we're get, regardless, we're going to do something Christmassy next week. And then the following week, which will be closer to Christmas, we might be about and we might do something that's not Christmassy, which is very backwards. 
but that's just where we're at. Yeah, we'll see. Sometimes I do emotions on this camera, and then I remember it's just nobody can see you. <laughs> it's just for me, and I hate it. Oh, so thank Some you very of my much. Best comedy. <laughs> I disagree. Oh, okay. And I think when we do our drunk live episode, everyone will agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> anyway, thank you again, everyone, and we will talk to you all next time. We will the end. Full stop.